welcome to Cigar Night. My name is Rick Guzman. We are doing the first episode of Cigar Night in 2021. Can you believe it? Yes, it took two months to get here, but here we are. So, Cigar Night. Man, I get so many people asking, bro, when are you going to do the next episode? When is a new episode coming out? And I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I've just been so busy. You know, if, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm a huge believer in self-motivating, you know, motivating others, stuff like that. But sometimes you really have to step back and uh, focus on really like your source of income. I mean, the podcast doesn't pay the bills, right? So focus on yourself. Sometimes the things that you like doing, you got to put on hold. Uh, get yourself sorted out first so you can focus on helping others, right? Like how can you help others? If you're still trying to figure yourself out, it's it's so important to um, to just get your feet planted. You know, if you're doing things scattered, if you're scattered, you can't give 100% to one specific thing. So you really, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, don't start something if you can't finish it. You know, if um, you, if you can't give 100% to something, you got to put on hold until you can. And so like this podcast, as much as I love to do it, as much as I enjoy doing it, it doesn't pay the bills, right? You got to gotta focus on, on work, got to focus on other stuff. Um, and it's so hard to, to really make everyone happy, right? You, you got to work a full-time job. You have to be with friends. You got to spend time with family. You got to spend time with your loved ones. Um, it's hard. It's super hard. And then, you know, I know we're already a couple months in 2021, but, um, you know, we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, you just get overwhelmed with all these holidays and spending time with family. And um, sometimes I just want to be alone. But then if you're alone, people look at you weird. So sometimes you really have to step back, enjoy the time with people, um, focus on your health, focus on your job, focus on things that really are necessities to live as in food and water and you know, pay the bills, electricity and stuff. Um, it's 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 hard to. It can get it can get difficult to share yourself in multiple places. Um, I try to. I wear many hats. I try not to, but that's just the way it rolls. I mean, sometimes you have to do that way. So here here I am. We're doing another episode, and I'm very excited. Uh, a lot has happened in the last few months. It has been a great great time. Um, so far in 2021, to say the least, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been a good time. It has been a struggle. The struggle is real. If you have been watching the news, you will see that Texas decided to have a Game of Thrones edition and ice over, right? So we had a huge snowstorm come through Texas. Um, roads closed due to ice. It snowed for multiple days. We had like four to six inches of snow. Um, it was insane. It was chaos. It was chaos in Texas. A whole state of Texas shut down. No schools. Nobody worked. Groceries ran out of food because no one could deliver because the roads are iced over. It was insane. It was insanity, right? Uh, and I have family up north and they would laugh at like things that I would say or like laugh at people in Texas because four to six inches of snow like up north, that's like summer to them, right? So they're like, dude, what are y'all like worried about? Like, what are y'all complaining? Like, we're not complaining. Here's the big, the, here's the deal. Here's the, here's the, the issue that, that happens. Is that, well, first of all, 
people in Texas don't know how to drive in snow or ice or anything, right? Like, that's completely true. Like, we don't know how to drive worth the crap when it comes to those things. Um, and secondly, Texas is not, we don't have the proper, like, tools when it comes to snow. Like, we don't have, as a, as a state, like, especially as a city, like, we don't have snow plows. Like, we don't have, I don't even know own a snow shovel, right? Like, we don't have salt just waiting to be used to ice on the roads or to put on the roads, right? To put salts on the roads. Like, we don't have that stuff just sitting there because this is a rare thing to happen in Texas. To have snow and to have um, record freezing temperatures. It was insane. It was it was crazy. Um, it, like, when it snows up north, you have snow plows, right? You clean the roads. You put salt on the roads. You have special companies that do that throughout the city. Maybe the city has contracts, you know. Here, we don't have that. Like, it started snowing, and the city's like, drive over it. Figure it out. We'll wait till it melts. The issue with it is that the snow stuck for a while. Um, it stuck for about two to three days, um, and then it melted. Now, the funny part about it is that when it first snowed, oh, it was a blast, right? Like, it was Christmas all over again. We had people doing snowmen. We had people doing snow angels, snowball fights, all that fun stuff. And then, like, the next day, it's like, all right, this is, this got kind of old. Like, the whole snow thing, it's getting pretty old. Um, and then it kind of melted, and then it snowed again. And the funny part about it is that when it snowed a second time, everyone was done. We're like, we don't want, like, go away. Go away. Like, we don't want you here. Um... It was, it was funny, we, we as Texans got tired of snow pretty quickly and we probably don't wanna see snow for the next 30 years. Um, and it, was a, it became a serious issue. I, I think that it definitely showed a weakness in Texas uh, that cold, we are not designed to deal with the cold as a state in like government wise. We don't have the, the resources for snow to deal with that. Um, it was chaos. I mean, groceries ran out of food because trucks couldn't deliver. Gas stations were out of gas. Um, people ran out of electricity. People didn't have water for multiple days. Um, it was it was actually like a very serious issue. And it just showed that as the state of Texas, like we are not, we are not, we don't have the resources to deal with that stuff. Um, so it showed a weakness in the state. Hopefully, if it ever happens again, we're prepared for it more. Um, it definitely opened my eyes, and I hope it opened other people who have the power um, to make things happen. I hope it realized, like, hey, this is a serious issue, and if it happens again, we need to be prepared uh, because obviously we weren't. Um, shout out, God bless, to all of our first responders that worked uh, throughout those times in Texas. Um, if you don't know, I'm a police officer in the state of Texas as well. So I was out there too. It sucked. Honestly, it, it really sucked. Um, it was chaos. Because uh, one of the first things that happens when people, when it snows or the roads, ice and stuff like that is car accidents, right? Like right off the bat, like car accidents, like an insane amount of car accidents. Um, I will say that last week was probably... In my very short career as an officer, last week was uh, probably one of the worst weeks I've worked. <laughs> uh, you have some bad days as a police officer. You know, you have some rough days. Um, you have some really great days. Um, 
but as an entire work week or every day you went into work knowing that, man, today's gonna be a long day. Yeah, it, it was tiring. Um, put in a lot of overtime hours. They were long hours. Um, standing in the cold, I was standing on a highway for about six hours, sitting, uh, setting flares. Um, it was insane. It was, it was cold. I was hungry because no restaurants were open to eat. Uh, I had I had like cashews for dinner one night. Um, it was it was pretty boring and long and cold and frustrating. It was a mixture of a lot of feelings. Um, so shout out to all the first responders. It was a tough time, but we got through it. We did it. Um, we were out there 24 hours uh, as a, as a team, you know, as everybody making sure that the citizens were okay. Um, and we did it. We did it. It was tiring. It sucked. I'm not going to lie. It it sucked. Um, I was really, really looking forward to the weekend for me to be off those days. I definitely enjoyed my days off um, when I got off from the, from that week because they were long hours. Um, hey, but we did it, man. We did it. We stuck through it. it what, the funny part about it is that... Uh, it, the cool kind of thing about it was like, you're kind of like the only person on the roadways. Um, so I was driving around like in the patrol car and like, there's no one else on the road at like one in the morning. Um, you know, snows everywhere, everything snowed in. But the crazy part, it felt like a zombie apocalypse because it got to a point where there were so many car accidents because of snow, because of ice, um, people getting stuck in the snow. The tow trucks wouldn't, make scene they, they wouldn't come because one tow trucks are not going to drive on the ice but two like it was just dangerous and there was a crazy amount of accidents going on so we got to a point where we told everybody hey uh just leave your car here and we're going to wait until things get safer and you can come tow your car um so after like three days of that of not towing vehicles due to getting stuck or getting crashed um things kind of added up. So like you'll be driving around and like you're just abandoned vehicles on the roadway or abandoned vehicles like on the shoulder of, of a road or something. And like, it, it was pretty crazy. Like it's it felt like a zombie apocalypse. And then when the power started going out, I remember driving and it's literally like uh, when an EMP goes off in a movie or as Red versus Blue says, an EMP. When an EMP goes off, right? It's like, right? Like you see the lights go out throughout the whole city. While I was driving on the roadway and all of a sudden like power goes out, boom, right? Pretty crazy. Uh, and it was just like that, just like the movies. Like you're driving and then all of a sudden like all the store lights, storefront lights, the signs, all that traffic lights, just out, blackout. And you're just like, what is going on? It felt like a zombie apocalypse. I'm telling you, cars abandoned, lights are out. You're just by yourself on the, it's literally you driving like on the road, no one else. Um, it was like a zombie apocalypse. So a little, a little, um, cool thing that happened or a cool feeling that happened. But, uh, overall it was a long, uh, long week and it sucked. Um, so I will not see snow for the next 30 years. I will be okay with that, to be honest. Uh, I got, I got my snow. I got enough of it. Um, as a Texan, I think we're good. So, um, on a more serious note, so, uh, you know, this, this podcast, uh, Cigar Night, it's not always about cigars, right? It's not always about, um, 
cigar, you know, as much as, as I love cigars, as much as I like to post about cigars, I feel like the podcast has turned more into a, um, you know, mental health type thing, uh, making sure that you're okay, right? The way Cigar Night started is just a group of friends of mine. Uh, at least once a month, we would get together. We smoke cigars. We talk about life. We try to help each other out. We're like our little own group therapy session going on with cigars. Um, and we've been doing that for years. And so I feel like the podcast has kind of turned into that where I'm just trying to reach out to people um, who I can't talk personally to, you know, reach out to them, try to, hey, you know, you can do this. You, you have, you're stronger than you think you are. Um, and hopefully this podcast reaches out to people in that aspect. Um, usually when there's someone else, I try to smoke cigars. Usually it's just me. Um, it gets kind of awkward when I'm just smoking a cigar by myself. So today is just, you know, obviously it's solo, but, um, I have the, the last few weeks have been pretty, pretty intense. I'm not going to lie. Um, I dealt with my first officer suicide and, uh, that was pretty difficult, man. Um, unfortunately that officer was my classmate from the academy. So I knew him fairly well. Um, I don't want to go into details about for, for the privacy of him and the privacy of his family. Um, you know, I don't want to go into details of how it happened, what happened, um, but obviously, you know, you hear so much about officer suicide, you hear so much about these things, about the stress of the job, um, and just how it takes a toll on me mentally and, and stuff. And, um, it's, it's real. I mean, you hear so much about it, but until you really experience it, that's when it hits home. Um, it, it, it sucks in the aspect that, uh, he was, he was in uniform when it happened. He was in full uniform. He had his vest on. He had his gun belt. He was in full police uniform when it happened. Um, and the idea of that just hits home, right? Um, like, I wear that uniform, right? Like, that, obviously, you know, it's a brother in blue. And then the fact that, yeah, like, he was, in my, he was my classmate in the academy. Like, it's just extra extra layer to it that, that hits harder. Um, and so it's so important to talk. It's so important to vent. It's so important to, to have hobbies, to distract yourself. I feel like a lot of people don't, um, talk enough. I feel like a lot of people don't vent enough. Um, there's this idea of like machismo, like I'm a man, like I don't need to talk. Like I don't need to go to therapy. Like, man, like that's an old school of thought. We don't think that way anymore, man. Like, if you have problems, like, we need, like, please reach out to somebody. Um, if you're listening to this, and I've said this before, like, even if I don't know you, DM me. Follow me on Instagram, Cigar Night. DM me. I would love to listen to you. I would love to hear your issues, uh, even if I don't know you. Um, that's one of the main reasons I became an officer. I wanted to reach out to people and help people one-on-one, -on -one. be that person that can extend their hand and help you in, in that way, um, whether it be attempted suicide, whether it be, you know, getting robbed, in a car accident, whatever it is, try to help you in that exact moment, right? Um, 
and and this podcast is just an addition to that to the people that I can't see personally to the people that are, are in a whole different part of the world different part of the country um, you know this is what this is for this podcast to reach out to you um, have your little group have your little group of people that 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 has the same goals right I think a big issue is that we surround ourselves with with our friends that we're comfortable with but if those friends aren't motivating you, aren't motivating each other, you know, how are you going to grow as a person? Um, there was a movie I saw recently, um, and there was a line in the movie that the son is talking to his dad about his friend who no one likes. Um, and the son's like, oh, but dad, he's, he's going to start a podcast. And the dad's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Because if he was going to start it, he already would, he already would have, um, right? And so, like that, just if you're if you're planning on doing something, do it. You know, no one cares that you're going to do it. No one cares that you're planning to do it. It's when you do it. You know, um, the first episode of this podcast, I still keep it up because it was horrible. I jumped the gun. I was so I'm a very impatient person. Like when I get an idea, I go for it. And I could have waited. I could have practiced a little more, practiced my editing skills a little bit more. And that first episode was an example of, uh, you know, just jumping the gun on it. Like if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. Um, so no one cares when you plan. No one cares you saying, "Oh, I'm going to do this." How about you just do it? Just do it, and then uh, let people decide on on it. You know, doesn't matter how good it is. Doesn't matter what other people think. It honestly doesn't matter what they think. What matters is that you're happy. What matters is that you're trying. Um, you're trying to be the best version of you. And I've said that before. And so it's just important to surround yourself with people who care about you, but also motivate you and push you to be the best version of you, right? Um, and I just, I just hate, I just hate hearing about suicide. Um, it's, you know, not necessarily officer suicide, just suicide in general. This, this was my um, second experience with suicide. Um, a while back, I had a friend commit suicide. That was my first experience with suicide. And, you know, you hear so much like. Oh, like the signs, like you should have known, you should have like, you should know that you should look for these signs, you should look for um, them saying goodbye and stuff. You should, you know, you always hear about these things in school. I remember them saying it. But like in my two experiences, like there was no signs. Like it, you, you, there wasn't. And then the, the, the worst part about everything is you, you start questioning yourself, man, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have texted. Maybe I should have called. Maybe I should have, you know, I should have known. I should have, I should have seen it, you know. Maybe I could have done something. Um, and with my first experience of suicide, those were the questions, right? Like, oh, like man, maybe I, I should have known. I should have seen it coming. I should have, I should have done something about it. I should have texted. I should have done something. And, and I've learned, like, you can't blame yourself. Like, you don't blame yourself. Um, if you ever feel that feeling, don't blame yourself. 
they're they're okay now right the hard part is those who stay like us the ones that have to keep going on and living day by day the ones who go away they're fine they're okay now whatever demons they're fighting they're okay now um it's hard on the ones that stay and, and you can't blame yourself you, you can't that's unfortunately you can't um you, you can't you can't blame yourself and that's the advice i got um so after i experienced with my friend you know years later here i am again with my classmate i should have seen it come i should have i should have known man i should have texted i should have i should have checked up i should have done something you can't like you you don't you, you don't know like it, it isn't there isn't a sign that they're carrying saying help me that's not how it works that's not how life is and the crazy part about it is that um, he was on a different shift. So I, I honestly haven't seen him since graduation. Um, but those who were working with him uh, were like, man, like, a, a, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like maybe over a month ago, we had a suicide call. And he was the one who convinced her to not do it. He told her not to do this. He was the one who convinced her. And little did we know he was fighting the same demons. That sucks. We didn't know. No one knew. And um, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's just hard. You know, I, I wish I could describe the feelings more. Of It's just a numb feeling, honestly. Um, having someone you knew take take their own life that's hard um by the way this episode is gonna get heavy by the way so i hope you have a box of tissues with you um because this one's gonna be real this one's gonna be real man um i have some uh uh brandy and coke i prefer brandy and coke over whiskey and coke to be honest i feel like the brandy is a little sweeter um so brandy and coke to a little sip mmm Nice and sweet. Uh, so, with that, um, you know, if, if you need to reach out, if there's people you don't feel comfortable with talking to, I know in my experience and like what I tell a lot of people, you can call police. You can call them. Like, they will come help you. Like, I know there's so much negativity going on with law enforcement, but I promise you, like, we're not bad people. Like we are not bad. We are not bad people. I know in my experience, it happened two days ago. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause on that real quick on that story. I just I wanna I wanna build the story up. Okay, so I was watching Deadpool. All right, and Deadpool, which is a fantastic movie. Again, I, this is the, I don't know fourth time I watched it. It's it's a great movie. I love Deadpool. Uh, I saw Deadpool two right after it again because. You, you, you got to watch both. Like, you just can't not watch, watch both. I actually love both of them. So Deadpool, uh, in the first Deadpool, there's a scene where Colossus tells Deadpool um, four or five moments. You know, everyone thinks that you wake up a hero, that you go to sleep a hero, and all this stuff. Four or five moments, right? But only four or five moments actually define you as a hero. That's, that's, that's the four or five moments in your life that you actually 
have to be a hero. Um, and I feel like I had one of those moments a couple days ago, um, which also kind of relates to suicide. Um, so we, we had a call for a uh, 12-year-old girl trying to commit suicide. Um, we bust in the door and we cut the rope and we, you know, we find her in the closet and, uh, we cut the rope just in time. She's fine. You know, she, she tried, but obviously it wasn't working, but we cut the rope. We saved her. Um, and she, she was, she was very, you know, traumatized. She was going through a lot. Um, so I gave her space, right? Hey, I'm going to let you process what just happened, right? Let it, let it process through you. Cry, scream, do what you have to do, right? So she did. She was she was, she was going through her um, emotions, and I just sat on the floor next to her. Um, didn't say a word. Just sat there with her, and then. I started asking her questions about nothing related to what just happened. Questions about school, questions about what's going on and you know in her life as far as school-wise and COVID and how's online classes going and stuff. Keep in mind she's at 12. Um, so little by little distract her, talk to her. Um, you know, just be her friend, be there for her. Um, and I told her, I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you for calling us because she called on she called on herself actually. Um, she was trying, you know, to hang herself, but she called um, as it was happening, and we got there just in time. And I was really proud. I, and I told her, "I'm really proud of you for calling us. I'm really proud of you for being strong enough to call us. Like you did the right thing by calling us." And I'm really proud of you for doing that. And I feel like she's never heard that before. I feel like she's never heard um, someone tell her that they're proud of her. Um, by the end of the night, I mean, we have a procedure, right? We take them to go see somebody. Um, obviously, you just attempted to commit suicide. So we're going to um, take you to see somebody, who, an expert in, in that field, um, get you some help, let you talk to somebody, if you need a maybe different medication, a type of medication, right? That's beyond my expertise. But in my moment, for what I'm trying to do is de-escalate the situation, and then let's go get you some help. All right, because um, you're not in trouble. You didn't do anything wrong. You know, you might feel like you did something terribly wrong, terribly wrong, but but you didn't. Like you're okay. Like it's okay to feel feelings. It's okay to, to be overwhelmed and, and, and to feel these kind of feelings. Like you're not crazy. You're not abnormal. Like we're all humans and we all cope in different ways. But me telling her that I'm proud of her for calling us, that I, that I hope that she can call us at any time. Uh, and I told her that and I reminded her like, hey, you can call us, call police, call me. Like I will, I, if you request me, like I'll do my best to come. Um, and be the one who talks to you. Like I, I will. I. That's what I want. Uh, for people to feel comfortable enough to, to trust us, to trust not me specifically, but trust us, trust the uniform, 
trust the badge, you know, we're here to help you. Um, and hopefully she, she learned that, that it's okay to feel feelings, um, but it's okay to ask for help. And that's the important thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is um, it's okay to not be okay, right? And uh, I just, I felt like that was a little win, you know? Every day you wake up, you need to have a goal. Every day you wake up, you need to have a small win, right? Deadpool, four or five moments that define you to be a hero, right? A small win, small win. Take, get something out of the day or get something the week and I'm gonna get a win. A small goal, right? What is your small goal? Your, 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 you know, a goal that you can achieve short term. What can, what is that, right? Figure that out. Figure out uh, that short term goal. Figure out what can I achieve today? What can I achieve this week towards a bigger goal? New job get a raise, better job, get a new car, get something that big goal. To have a big goal, to achieve that big goal, you got to have a short-term goal. You got to get those small wins every day. Get those small wins because small wins eventually get you a big win, right? So for me, that incident was a small win. I feel like I saved a life. I feel like you know, yes, I saved a life in the moment, but I think also in the long run, I feel like I made an impact to that person in hopes that if they're not okay, they can call and ask for help, whether it be to me, whether it be to law enforcement, whether it be to a doctor, to a friend, somebody, somebody they can trust, right? Um, so that was a small win. That was a, that was a good small win. Um, and uh, you gotta gotta get those wins, man. Get those wins to turn into big wins, and then you you'll be surprised of what you can achieve, right? And it's it's also crazy to think that. Um, let me. This is a good sip time. Hold on. Let me get a good sip in here. Um, it's important to going back on the topic of um, surrounding yourself with important people. Surrounding yourself with those who have the same goals as you, as you who who you know want to motivate you and stuff. I have so many friends that ask me, you know, like I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing in my life. You know, I have degree, I have I have degrees, I have um, you know, I have an education. I know I'm smart, like I know I'm talented. I just don't know what to do. Like I have no direction in life. And I think the thing about that that I I kind of appreciate in a sense is that you know if you surround yourself with people who are doing good, who are doing okay, you might feel like maybe I'm behind. Right? Like my my friends, you know, have houses, my friends are are driving new cars, my friends are are having a job with salary and benefits and get uh, paid holidays already, like have a pension and, and 401k and all this stuff. And what about me? Like, I'm not there. Like, why am I not there? Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay. We all have different roads. 
different paths. We all come from different backgrounds. We all will get there, right? I've said it before. If I make it big, all my friends make it big, right? Like if everybody eats, right? We Everybody gets to eat, right? Um, like we're all in this together, right? And that's the kind of group that you want to be with. Everybody eats. We're all, we're all going to make it. Um, if one of us makes it, everyone makes it. Um, we take care of each other. But we all have different paths to get there. We all have different roads um, to, to go through. And so if you're that friend, if you're that, that guy or girl who's like, ah, I'm, like, I'm the friend who's not doing anything with my life. Like, I honestly have no idea where, where I'm going, what I'm doing. It's okay. It's okay. You know, as a friend, as my friend, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for trying. I'm proud of you for just admitting that I don't know what I'm doing. I can't answer what you should do, right? Because it's your life. I don't know what you want to do or or what you should do. But it's okay to, to not know, right? Like you, it's not a race. It's not a race between you and your sibling or you and your friends. It's not a race. It's a race between you and only you. You are the main character in your book. You are the main character in your story, right? How you achieve your, your goals, how you get there, it's up to you. It's all you, papas. It's all you, man. Like, you are stronger than you know. You might not realize it today. You might not realize it tomorrow. You might not know where you're going, what you're going to do, but you know that you're going to get there eventually. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. Um, It's okay to have small part-time jobs. It's okay to switch jobs. Who cares if you switch jobs every year? Eh, Who cares? Big companies might say, that's not good. I really don't care. It doesn't matter. You're trying. You're trying to fit in. You're trying to find that good job. You're getting those small wins to build your resume, to get that nice job. And at the same time, shoot big, right? Shoot big. Go for the big time goals. Go for the, go for the um, important jobs. Go for the big goals. You can't just go for the short term goals. And what I mean by that is, is, well, I got a job now. Well, you know, I'm making money, right? I'm okay where I'm at. You know, I got that short term goal. I got a job and I'm making money. Great. But don't just keep getting short-term goals. Use that to your advantage. Build off of it and go to the bigger goals. Go to the go to the big goals. The the okay, great. You got a job. It doesn't matter where it's at. It doesn't matter what it pays. You got a job. Great. Now what's the next job? What position where can you grow from there? Is that job uh, is that job able to to let you grow to a higher position, you know, become a manager, become a a district manager or something. Don't just be satisfied with what you get. You got to go out and get there. You got to go out and get it, right? If you sit around and you just wait for things to come to you, at some point, at some point, you got to go get it, man, right? You got to go get it. Um, you, You can't just wait around till things come your way. You know, I'm a firm believer that, that things happen for a reason, right? 
leave it up to faith, things like that. Great, I get that. But at the same time, like, it ain't gonna happen if you don't make it, right? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But you gotta go and, and try, right? You can't just let it come to you because it ain't gonna just come. You gotta go get it. Um, and it's okay to just, it's okay to just not know. Be happy, get that short-term goal, and then move on to the next. Achieve that goal and move on to the next, right? Um, I, I think I said this in the last episode a while back. Um, so when I, so I, I had a big, um, big traumatizing moment for me mentally. Um, it was literally the day before I graduated the police academy. And I, and I said the story before and I say it to a lot of people because for me, like it was kind of the first mental breakdown I've ever had. Um, and it, it built up to it. Like I was built up to it leading to this moment to where I just finally exploded. Um, excuse me. It was um, the day before graduation. I had, I just was, was shocked. I was like, now what? Right? Because I had wanted to be in law enforcement for years, like five years. Like I had been waiting for this moment. You're right, training for the academy, getting ready for the academy. I went to college, graduated college to get my degree so I can be an officer. Now I'm in the academy and I graduate tomorrow. I become a police officer tomorrow, right? My mind just went like, bro, what are you doing? Now what? Where's your goal? You achieved this goal, that the, the big term goal, right? That had the big, big goal to graduate the academy and be your dream job. And then you achieved it. You made it. Now what? What, what are you going to do now, right? Like you're so dedicated to this goal and you did it. My mind went blank. My mind went, I was shocked. I didn't know what to do. I didn't feel confident anymore. I didn't know, was I ready? Was I ready for this? Um, I lost all my confidence. I didn't feel strong. I was scared. I was just, I was broken. I had no idea what I was doing. No idea what I was doing, man. Uh, I was at home laying in bed and I just started going pretty crazy, man. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. And, And I realized that, I realized, bro, you got your goal. What's the next goal? You, you're you going to feel lost. And I felt like that for a few weeks. I felt like that for a little bit um, until I got a new goal. I was lost. I was numb. I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't like, well, now what? It was exciting, you know, to finally, you know, be, uh, be an officer to be all that. But I was, I was waiting for this moment for so long and now it came and now I was like lost. I was like, whoa, that was a big, it was a big shock to me because I've never experienced that feeling before. And, um, because you know, the whole time you're, you're, you're not the officer. Like if you do ride alongs, like you're just, you're just on the passenger seat watching. But now it's like, Hey, this is a real deal. Like you got that badge now, Papa's like, you got to make the decision. It was, it's, it's trauma. It's scary. It's, it was a scary thought of like, it's up to me now. I'm the one driving the car. I'm, I'm behind the wheel now. It's, it's a really crazy feeling. And, uh, I just had to build my confidence back up. Honestly, 
I got my confidence back up. I realized that, yeah, this is, this is, I, I can do this job. I'm meant for this job. But it took me to build my confidence back up. And what helped also is get a new goal. Get that new goal going and uh, start dedicating towards that goal. Get, let's start back to square one, right? Get that short-term goal. Get the short-term goal. And then what's the big goal? And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So right now, things are good. Things are, are going great. Um, you know, life gets busy. Life is busy. Life is uh, busy. And, it, and it's only getting faster. Every day goes by faster as you get older. Um, I'm not saying I'm old at all. But it, it, life is going by. And you got to take advantage of the time you have. Um, because I have realized that time is short. Uh, time is really short. And you got to make the most of it with the time you have. And enjoy the people that you love. Enjoy your loved ones. Enjoy your family. Surround yourself with the people you love. That's the important part. You know, you, you, you don't have... I sound so depressing. Jeez. I sound like super, super depressed. I'm not. I promise I'm not. I promise like I'm actually like pretty happy right now. Like I promise I'm not depressed. I just, um, I just, you know, you have a lot of realizations. You have a lot of uh, eye-opening experiences and, and um, like enjoy the moments, man. Enjoy the time with loved ones. Like one of the main reasons why this podcast was on hold for so long it's just because I wanted to spend time with the people I care about, right? Like I have, like I, it's hard to make everyone happy. Um, to, you know, be with family, be with, be with your friends, be with loved ones. It's, and working, like it's hard. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot on your plate, but make the best of it. Do what you like. And if you don't like to be with anybody, that's great. But have somebody that you can talk to have somebody you can call. If you have issues, have that one designated person in your life that you know will pick up the phone. Because it's so important to have that person. Super, super important. Super important. Um, so this is a great, great time to, uh, let's get, it's been super depressing. Okay, let, let's be honest. This, this has been super, super depressing. I'm so sorry that this is such a sad episode. Uh, I don't mean it to be. It's just me and alone in my thoughts. Like, you know, that's the thing about being a solo man doing an episode. Like, it's just you and your thoughts. Dang, that's so depressing. What's wrong with me, dude? Jeez. Okay, let's slide in the mood a little bit. Let's slide in the mood. I have an issue. I have a question for everyone here who's listening. All right. So, off topic, comedic relief. Let's get to it. Okay, the comedy relief of this episode. All right. What? What the hell is going on with Spanish music? Like, honestly, what the heck is going on? So, it seems like there's so many English artists that are starting to sing Spanish music. And that really bothers me. That, like, super, super bothers me. So, for those who don't know what I am, you're right. So, I, my mom is from Mexico. My dad was born in the U.S., but his parents were from Mexico. So I consider myself Hispanic. I consider myself Mexican, right? But I like to keep those worlds separate for the most part, right? So like if you go into my Spotify, I have my Spanish music, right? Because I, I will say, like I 
delve into my culture. All it's like very often I get deep into my culture and I blast some Vicente and I blast some Los Angeles Azules and Juan Gabriel and all the beautiful music. When it's sad boy hours, Juan Gabriel comes on, all right? You know how it goes. But when I got my drugs and money playlist, that's a separate playlist on my Spotify. When I got my country mood, I got another playlist for it, okay? I like to keep them separate. I like to be organized. I like to have things separate in life. And now you're combining English artists with Spanish music, okay? What the hell is up with that, bro? I don't really like that. And it all started, it all started with Justin Bieber and Despacito, okay? Literally, literally this guy, Justin Bieber, said one Spanish word, Despacito, just like that. Girls went nuts, panties dropped, million dollar song. Because this guy said Despacito, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, English artists are like, we need to we need to start singing some Spanish. No, you don't. Don't do that. I don't know who told you that was a great idea, uh, but it's bad. I, it really, really bothers me. It really grinds my gears. Because uh, right after that, you had a song called Mi Gente, and then it's remixed by Beyonce, who starts singing Spanish. No, Beyonce, you don't sing Spanish. Don't, don't do that. And then you had a Demi Lovato song, uh, Echame La Culpa, which actually, actually is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I actually really like that song. Um, Echame La Culpa is pretty good. Uh, you had Drake that sang a song with uh, Bad Bunny, Mia. Like what? Drake, you don't rap Spanish, brother. Like, no, no, that's not how it goes. Like my drugs and money playlists are over here. Spanish music is over here, like Bad Bunny. And, and, and I'm all about like, the new Spanish like reggaeton, right? Like you have Bad Bunny, you got Maluma, Osuna, Nicky Jam, all that cool stuff, right? All that nice stuff. I don't like when they combine, when they when they when they come come together. I don't do that, man. Like uh, I like to keep those worlds separate, to be honest. Um, recently, more recent, you had uh, the Weekend remix the song Hawaii by Maluma, um, and just hearing the Weekend sing in Spanish ah, again, bro. Ah, no, I'm good. I'm I'm pretty good. Um, and then most recently, Selena Gomez came out with a Spanish song uh, called uh, "Baila Conmigo," which um, I I didn't know Selena Gomez spoke Spanish. I think she thinks she does, um, but uh, again, not a fan of. And I love Selena Gomez, but not a fan of. I'm not a fan of of English artists singing Spanish because I think what it is. And this is just me guessing. Like, I don't know anything. But what I think it is, is that they see that Bad Bunny is winning awards. Bad Bunny is actually, like, turning heads. You know, he's become a good artist. He's a known artist. Uh, Maluma, Osuna, they're making some good songs that are kind of coming into the culture, uh, becoming, like, normal normality songs in the U.S. Um, and they see that these artists are making money. And now these people, of course, want to jump on it, right? It's all about the money. It's all about uh, go with the with the wave, ride the wave. And I think they're trying to do that. But it really bothers me. Really, really bothers me seeing this. It freaking, uh, you had a song not too long ago that came out last year, I think, um, called Tusa. And freaking Nicki Minaj is in it. And Nicki Minaj is like speaking Spanish and rapping in Spanish. Like, Nicki, you don't speak Spanish, honey. Like, don't. Don't do that. Like, it really bothers me. And I don't like, you know, there's like... Um, there's like the memes you see, like people uh, like hear something and they're like, ah, like nah, nah, like, yeah, turn that off. Like I don't like that, man. That's pretty, 
pretty bad. I don't like, uh, do not like Spanish artists mixing with English artists. That just, you know, the weekend, you're great, okay? The Super Bowl halftime show was different, but okay. Um, but the weekend is, is good in his genre. You don't need to come in to Latin music and start singing in Spanish. Just leave it as is, right? And honestly, like a lot of these songs are remixes that they bring into. The original versions are so much better when they don't include a, an English artist. Like, don't do that. Like, don't don't do that. So, anyways, my rant for the day. There is my rant for the day. Uh, no more English artists and Spanish music because uh, no, just no. Let's keep those two worlds separate. Thank you very much. Um, and that will be my rant for today. I had to get that off my chest. That has been bothering me for some time now. And it all started with Justin Bieber and Despacito. Thank you, Justin Bieber. Okay. So, to wrap up this great episode, to wrap up um, everything that's been going on, just, you know, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to, to talk. It's okay to feel that it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to not know where you're going. It's important to vent. It's important to talk. It's important to have something that distracts you. Don't hold things in, right? Don't don't be that person. Um, do your best to do something to distract yourself, to grow as a person. Sometimes you need to be alone to figure things out. I get that. But no one needs to go through this life alone because life is hard as it is, and you don't need to be going through it alone. It's okay to have a friend. It's okay to have that one person who is willing to go through that road with you. Like, it's okay. So remember, stay positive. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to reach out to others. Okay, be here tomorrow. We want you here tomorrow. Okay, there's a saying that goes around that says, be here tomorrow, be here tomorrow. Right, we need you here. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rick Guzman. Thank you so much for joining, and y'all have a great night.